Welcome back to the podcast. This is the Grits and Eggs podcast, hosted by Deontay Kyle. This is episode seven, coming to you live from Chicago, Illinois, home of Chief Keith. Feeling like a gorilla in a fucking zoo. Feeling pull up in a coop. Fucking talking about, hey man, I'm feeling good, bro. You know, we on episode seven. Um, I'm just doing the damn thing. You know, week by week, we just knocking this thing on out. Um, I'm getting a lot of good reviews. Hoping that you guys are enjoying it. Hoping that I'm getting better at this every time. Knowing that I am because of what's going to happen next. We have a word from our sponsors. Hey, gang, real quick. I'm excited to announce that the Grits and Eggs podcast is officially sponsored by Coffee Black. Coffee Black was founded by Bartholomew Jones and Renata Henderson, intended to reinstate the origin, purpose, and integrity of coffee through the knowledge of its black history and being a part of its black future, creating Coffee Black. Sourced from the motherland to Memphis, Coffee Black, no sugar, no cream, uses an all-black supply chain. Grown by black farmers in the town of Uraga and the Guji zone of Aromia in Ethiopia, this is where they get their patented name, Guji Mane from. With notes of passion fruit, papaya, nougat, caramel, and dark chocolate, it's truly a wide array of flavor and history. They sent me a 12-ounce, and y'all know I'm a coffee guy. Y'all know I like to drink my coffee black like my granddaddy. And when I tell y'all Duncan won't get another dime from me, this is honestly the best coffee I've ever had in my life. And y'all know I don't do no cap. It's truly amazing that indigenous Ethiopian women taught Renata how to brew and roast coffee traditionally. And now in the city of Memphis, Bartholomew has created a space free of gentrification and gives opportunities back to the community intentionally. Visit their website now, Coffee Black. And that's C-X-F-F-E-E-B-L-A-C-K dot com and receive 10% off your first order where products include 4, 12, or 36 ounces, a.k.a. a brick, of Gujimane, ground or whole bean. And for you cold brew lovers, you can also get a six-pack of Gujimane cold brew. And grab yourself a t-shirt or a coffee tumbler while you're at it. Guys, I'm excited for this partnership. Um... And this is, without a doubt, some of the best coffee that I've ever had in my life. I, I, I was a Dunkin' man, but I'm fully re- reformed. I, I, I see the future, and the future is coffee black. All right, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. Fuck <laughs> like you, time out. Yeah, a little flex on you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Make sure y'all go fuck with that Gucci man, man. Uh, that black coffee, I mean, coffee black. It's an amazing company. They have an amazing story. Check out their website. Um, just some all-around great people, man. I didn't linked up with them. Uh, we've been going back and forth through email, um, and we both followed each other on uh, Instagram and TikTok. Cool folks, bro. Real cool folks. Um, so I'm on TikTok, as one is. You know what I'm saying? And I get to this video, and I think we've seen the video where the girls say, oh, God told me to shop. Stop shopping at Target. God told me to stop shopping at Target. <laughs> hey, God done got so big, he 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 the head of marketing for the Walton family. <laughs> I mean, what are we doing? 
God ain't said nothing about spreading the gospel of Jesus. He out the Jesus business. He in the Walmart business now. Stop shopping at Target. God ain't got nothing better to do. You hear me? It is the the the, the pressing matter. <laughs> I mean, I can't, you know. Only on TikTok can you just uh, be schizophrenic. <laughs> um, I, I'm, you know, I, I don't, I don't know, guys. Uh, I, I hope that that goes well for her. Uh, you know, it, you know what? Now that I'm sitting here saying it, is it because of like the the gay shirts? Is it because of the shirts, the Pride Month shirts? Do y'all not like? I, I mean, here's here's the thing, bro. The biggest religion in this country is capitalism. Do you not understand that these co these companies don't care about gay people? They don't care about black people. They don't care about trans people. They care about young money. A milli, a milli, a milli, a milli. Uh, 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 uh. That's all they give a fuck, bro. They don't care nothing about that. It's shit. If we be a little bit more inclusive, that'll include some dollars. You dig? Especially if we can have a theme month to month. I used to work at Target. I used to um, stock the shelves. I come in at um, 4 a.m., unload the truck, and then after the truck is unloaded, it usually take about two hours. We'd be done by 6, 6.30. From 6.30 till noon, essentially, we just stocking the shelves. So I think Target opened around 10. They want us to have the shelves mostly stocked by 10 o'clock. And then we just do a little, like, you know, a little place and shit here and there. Every month, bro. Back to school, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, uh, Valentine's Day. Then in March, I think you got St. Patrick's Day. Then in April, whatever. Every month. They looking for something, a theme of the month. You know, they get you hit with the double whammy in June because they get you with the June team shit and the prize shit. Right into July the 4th. It's all about pushing product. It's about pushing that P. It's not about you. And you think this shit got anything to do with God. <laughs> I mean, come on, guys. We have to be... I mean, I'm ready to get off the planet. <laughs> uh, and speaking of getting off the planet, there has been multiple UFO sightings. Um... I don't know if this is Project Blue Beam or I don't know if this is actual UFOs. And, you know, I'm, I'm hoping it's the latter. I would love to see E.T. them come and clean this shit up. Because the, the humans, it, it, they ain't getting it done. But, see, this is the thing. This is how it would go um, if, if powerful government officials was to, like, link up with aliens. This is exactly how it goes. The aliens would be like, We've been observing your planet for years, decades, and we see the issues that you guys are having, and we have the technology needed to free humanity. And they'd be like, hmm, free humanity. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, we could see how we could use this. And, and the aliens might be like, well, so you're going to use it to free humanity they'd be like yeah 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 sure 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 yeah yeah for sure and they would get the technology and then they would link up together and say oh yeah we're definitely going to enslave and kill multiple people we're, this is going to be genocidal <laughs> this is going to be a genocide of historic proportions 
Because that's what humans would use it for, especially powerful humans, these sociopaths. Um, hopefully the aliens, I mean, if they could make it here from another dimension, I'm, I'm sure they can change the minds of people or get rid of those people that don't need to be there. I don't even really know if I believe in it or not. I, I think the thing, uh, the, the, the rational thing in me is that there are, like, multiple universes. Um, there has to be. And there has to be intelligent life out there besides us. And if that intelligent life can make it through multiple dimensions to make it to our planet and observe us um, to the point where it's not even hidden anymore. Um, there has been multiple. I mean, I went down a rabbit hole the other night for like two hours and I've probably seen the same video replicated twice. It, this was this is happening all over the world. Um, uh, I've seen shit from Brazil. I didn't seen shit from Israel. I didn't seen shit from Texas. I didn't seen shit from Colorado. I mean, this shit is everywhere. New Jersey, um, Europe, Africa. I didn't seen videos from everywhere of people seeing these UFOs. Um, and I know a lot of people will say it's Project Blue Beam. It might be Project Blue Beam. Or it might be actual aliens. Either way it go, some shit is brewing. Something's going to happen. Um, and so, you know, whatever. Whatever the case may be. You know, they're, they're making AI to the point where AI is getting to enjoy, like, luxury shit like art and movies. And humans are being displaced by mundane jobs with no other opportunity given when the technology and the fucking robots should be doing the mundane work and humans should have the luxury of being creative but I mean I guess they don't know how to profit off of that and a lot of people don't understand that the original pro the prototype for capitalism was slavery so they want as much profit as they can to pay out as little labor as they can because the prototype for this is slavery. And, you know, um, I don't really get involved in in that business no more because, you know, it is what it is, bro. Um, I've been talking about this shit till I'm blue in the face. Uh, it ain't really going to change nothing as far as talking. Um, just like with police shootings, if you ain't trying to fucking pop a cop, then protesting ain't gonna do shit. You're gonna have to pop a cop. Equal and opposite reaction, and uh, opposite, equal and opposite reaction is not a protest. It's a body. And I get it, we enjoy our freedoms. What little freedom we do have. Nobody wants to go to prison. And nobody wants to end up homeless, so... I guess the protest is a safe route. I support it. It is what it is. Um, but <clears throat> I've been thinking a lot about this. Um, so, like I was saying before, we know that there's multi, uh, multiple universes. And I was thinking about the multiverse theory, which you know states that we might exist in multiple universes simultaneously. Um, each life being a little different depending on the certain decisions we made and stuff like that. And I think that our energy that we're carrying in this present universe, right? Um, whichever one we're in now, whatever our energy is focused on, whether it's focused on lack or whether it's focused on abundance or whether it is, you know, deep into drugs or whether we're, you know, chasing fame or whatever that is. I feel like whatever our absolute energy is, 
we shift timelines and i think that we shift those timelines through what our, our our idea of deja vu is i think that's what deja vu is and i feel like that's why i like when you have deja vu it's like you know what's about to happen for the next 10 seconds i think that is my theory on it that like when you experience deja vu you just leap the timeline um and i think that we can leap these timelines depending on our frequency and our vibration um and the vibration that i'm going for right now is rich and famous nigga i'd rather be rich and famous <laughs> rich, rich, rich rich than famous i mean shout out to the migos bro i'd rather be rich than famous nigga fuck this shit bro um and you know i'm, I'm gonna do what's right you know i ain't a fuck nigga now i ain't you know i don't just be popping this shit because i got dreams bro I don't think it's smart or wise to share your dreams, but I got dreams and <clears throat> my dreams are all inclusive. Um, and you know, this podcast is just the start of it. Um, and then I did a, a, a little TikTok thing where it said like, what is the end of your 2023 look like? And the end of my 2023 said I was going to be famous and I'm inclined to just ride with it. You feel me? Cause nigga, I'd rather be rich than famous, rich, rich, rich than famous. Nigga, I'd rather be rich than famous. But I want a little fame too, shit. You know what I'm saying? You get a little fame, you get a popping with the population. You know what I'm saying? I'll be having an Angel Reese money. You feel me? With a little NIL deal with the podcast. You feel me? Spotify breaking that off $2.5 million. You dig? That's what I'm looking at. You feel me? $150,000 monthly from ad revenue. All that type shit. You feel me? That type shit I want going on. Fuck your time out. Yeah, 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 yeah. We can move the needle. <laughs> We're going to move the needle. I seen him think about all this shit I got going on, but I just said this shit yesterday. But I need a hundred thousand right now. I'm talking about today, immediately. Shit, uh, you know, a thousand dollars, a hundred thousand dollars ain't gonna let me the rest of my life, but it's gonna take care of what I need to take care of right now. You did, but I really do have a like. I think that is a sound theory on deja vu, and maybe an interesting book. And 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 I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put that uh, idea in the document. I'm gonna put that in the notes. But hell yeah, man! I, I you know I hope that y'all doing good out there, bro. I'm really actually feeling amazing, bro. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice or in my energy, but this is like a really good day, bro. I'm just having a good fucking time. Fresh out that Gujarman coffee. I'm talking about. I'm I'm feeling it. I'm feeling my bones, bro. Like. I don't feel anxious or heart palpitations. I feel excitement and motherfucking energized and, and ready. Like, motherfucking energized bunny. I'm ready to go with it. You feel me? I'm ready for whatever the fuck come at me. You did? I'm in, you know, I'm just I'm just feeling real elevated, real blessed and highly favored right now. You did? And we're going to keep that energy going. Um, I don't really, um, I had just, man, bruh. I'm telling you, bro. And time, if I when I get back on TikTok again on live, I ain't never talking about black folk issues no more. And I say that that say this like every time I get on there and go to talk about capitalism or black folks' problems, I get my shit suspended. There's a mole that be reporting my shit, and it's always them talking about some hate speech or them talking about some motherfucking. Something you feel me like I'm tired of getting banned from live because I use lives to promote my podcast So I'm gonna you know, I said I was gonna be on my best behavior I came on there to talk about fucking killer Mike album 
and the homegirl Jasmine want to start talking about killer Mike policies, and then we start talking about capitalism, and then we start talking about black folks shit, and then my ass got suspended, I got sidetracked, bro. I came on there solely just to talk about killer Mike album, so thanks, Jazz. Whenever you hear this, thank you, thank you. Couldn't just fucking keep your ideas to yourself, could you? Had the motherfucking include your little political theories. <laughs> I just play. I love you, shot. It's all good. It ain't no big deal, man. But you know, I'm out here in Shot Town, bro. Uh, I gotta make my way down to Kentucky. Uh, the clock gonna reset. It ain't too too much going on in the news. Um, I did want to talk about uh, this YK Osiris and Sukiyana situation. And before I get to the Killer Mike album, I did see that he said that he doesn't think that. Um, he should be charged with sexual harassment. <clears throat> Honestly, I understand what his perspective is. He don't want to see young black man life get ruined. But, hey, man, you can't move like that. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. Because we can't be so for black people that we'll sit there and watch a young black man harm a young black woman and say, oh, well, this is a teachable moment. That motherfucker 25, he know better. Give a fuck about him being famous. Give a fuck about none of that shit. If Suki want to press charges on him, he should have charges pressed on him. And also, as an example, he—I mean, bro, you gotta, you gotta do something. Got to be happening, bro. We can't give a green light to that type of behavior, bro. I'm just not with it, bro. I'm just not with it, bro. I don't, I can't get with that, bro. Like, dog. I, I don't I don't like I don't like this um goofy ass shit that y'all be on, bro. When what happened to being like smooth and a, and being a player, bro? And Killer Mike spoke on that too, but I'ma speak on that because before I even heard his interview, I said the same thing to my partner. I was like, these niggas be having money, but they don't make them no player. I believe in player shit. I don't necessarily want to say pimp shit where you putting a girl on the block and you using the body to make money. I don't even believe in that shit. But it's being done. But I do believe in smooth player shit. Having respect for women, having respect for your motherfucking self. And don't do nothing by force. By force is so whack. I'm telling my partner this shit like this, bro. You know, usually if you vibing with a female and she wants you to hit that pussy, it's going to be very apparent. It's going to be very apparent that she wants you to hit that pussy. She might even throw you a little hint, whatever. Mission accomplished. The only thing you can do from there is fuck it up. And that's what a lot of motherfuckers do is they fuck it up. After the girl already give you the hint and the little choosy words and the little choosy eyes and she start fucking with her eyes and shit, mission accomplished. You got the pussy. Only thing you can do is fuck it up. And you get so teed up, you get so motherfucking horny and eager that you stray away from the mission. You 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 forget what put you in position to do this in the first place. You was being smooth, you were being player. It was the player shit that got you the pussy. Now you want to be an eager beaver, and you don't fuck the player. Then then not only that, you know player shit go around now. Let's just say whatever, whatever. You don't got no serious relations with this young lady. Y'all just strictly fucking. Well, you ain't even get the fuck, and you finna get talked about. Yeah, yeah, you finna get talked about. You finna get put in the group chat. This nigga here horny as fuck. This nigga here lame as fuck. 
This nigga act like a kid. As soon as I told him we're gonna get some coochie, this nigga start acting like a kid. Eager as a motherfucker. Like he ain't never had no pussy before. And that's how a lot of you nigga be acting like y'all ain't never had no pussy. Hold on, let me start that beeping. Yeah, man. Talk to women, bro. Talk to them, bro. Like, bro, it, this, this is the issue with objectifying women. Is that y'all don't see them as people. And y'all don't see them as somebody to learn from. You you think by, by objectifying women, you automatically put them in an inferior position. And so you don't learn nothing. And like, bro, talk to women, bro. Talk to your fucking mama, bro. Talk to your aunties and see what had them wild about niggas and you know what drove them crazy about niggas and how niggas kicked it that actually got the pussy consensually be a player bro once you got down bro if she already gave you the hint you already know you gonna hit the pussy bro you're already steph curried up you can't miss you're on fire you're dame lillard with paul george guarding you you're nothing but net what are you doing then you up at the radio station trying to kiss. I don't know what the arrangement is. I don't know if she already kind of gave you gave buddy some idea that he could get the pussy. Okay, whatever. You trying to kiss the girl. She out there doing the interview. You're a weird ass nigga. YK, you're a weirdo. You a weird ass nigga. You always own niggas money. You can't dress. You ain't never had shit. And you're just a little bitty ass weird ass nigga, bro. Don't even know how to act, bro. You've been famous for too long not to know how to act around women. And you can't unlame a nigga with no money or no popularity, bro. You can't unlame niggas, bro. Niggas just gonna be lame. That's just what it is. He a prime example. You can't unlame niggas with money, bro. And I feel like this is a time where the community got to come together and protect Suki because it's another weird-ass nigga that was interviewing her and show her a picture of his penis. Lock that fuck nigga up too, man. I don't get this shit, bro. What's up with you lame-ass niggas, bro? Girl can rap about pussy. Girl rap about sucking dick, sucking toes, and eating ass all she want, bro. That don't give you permission or access to her motherfucking body and her personal space, bro. What's wrong with you, bro? You going to the strip club. Them, you pay money for them to dance on you. You can't touch them. Give a fuck if she is butt naked. Respect the code, bro. Respect yourself, bro. Respect the game, bro. You pussy-ass niggas ain't got a player bone in your body, bro. If you keep it cool, keep it player, y'all gonna get back to the spot. And even then, you don't be eager to, man, put the movie on, put the Netflix on, bro. Put the stream berry on, bro. And keep that shit player, bro. She gonna give you the pussy? Golly, y'all to fuck it up, bro. Because y'all niggas is so lame. It's like, I want to see niggas win, but y'all be doing lame shit all the time, bro. And whoever fucking show, shot it was on where the nigga that was interviewing her showed her his penis, that nigga need to lose his job and his freedom. That is some weird-ass, lame-ass shit. And the only reason niggas do shit like that is because they done did it before and they got away with it. I think she was on there with Candy Burris. Hey, you accountable now. I ain't trying to make no black woman accountable for this man's actions. You ain't accountable for his actions. You accountable for how you proceed. That's some fuck shit, bro. I hate that shit, bro.
telling you, bro, I not like that lame ass shit, bro. You lame ass niggas always can't keep your motherfucking hands out the cookie jar, bro. Give a fuck what this girl rap about, boy. Don't care nothing about that. It's like you niggas ain't never got no pussy in your life. Then motherfucker come and press charges on you. Then motherfucker want to show you some grace. Fuck you and your grace, bro. What about this lady, bro? What about this girl? Who gonna show her some grace? By protecting her from predators. From fuck niggas like that that'll do this shit blatantly in public. Ain't no telling what these niggas do behind closed doors. These fuck niggas gotta be stopped, bro. I don't care not about no pro-black. They ain't shit pro-black about letting women get sexually assaulted, bro. That shit ain't pro-black, bro. That's the opposite, bro. That's anti, bro. That's more in support of misogyny than it is black folks. I ain't with that shit, bro. That shit lame as hell, bro. Um, you know, so I ain't. I I will say this. I recommend Killer Mike's album, Michael. It was amazing. Um, it, it's a perfect album. I don't necessarily agree with bro on his politics, and I don't necessarily agree with bro on his stance on some shit. And that is a part of being black. Um, and I think that we need to get to this point where we can disagree with people's policies and we can get disagree with people's political statements and shit like that. Um, and we can also have empathy and understand where motherfuckers is coming from. It's cause like, I ain't the type of nigga that just gonna go straight into, oh, I don't agree with this nigga. So fuck this nigga, man. That, that shit lame as hell, bro. We gotta have differences, bro. Y'all want to continually say we not a monolith. And then when a motherfucker don't think like you, you ready to write him off or whatever. I ain't with that shit, bro. If we're going to be black and we're going to stick together, we got to stick together and understand we all not going to see um, eye to eye. Now, I do got um, clear deal breakers. And you rape, sexual assault, all that forcing yourself a woman is a fucking deal breaker. Now, Mike, I don't know what the fuck you on. I know you got daughters. You want to let no nigga do that to your daughter. So fuck all that trying to spell young black man shit because if that nigga did that shit to your daughter, you ready to put that fire on his ass. So we got to start thinking like that because I know me, I ain't spaying shit. You touch my motherfucking daughter like that, I'm going to put your ass in a casket. Yeah, it's going to be black history. That ain't no cap. But I know, but we also can't support people and what they do that's good. And this album was fucking amazing. This album was by far one of the best rap albums I've heard in the last two years maybe even three years um, it is a 10 out of 10 all songs slap, all verses was hard all the hooks was hard the feature list was amazing the continuity, the song choices, the instrumentals everything was perfect it was perfect it was perfect he talked about losing his mama, and his mama just so happened to be named Denise, and my mama named Denise, and I just lost my mama. He talked about junkies and substance abuse. My sister is a junkie. My sister is drug abuser. She, my daddy taking care of all of her kids. Uh, my sister got one of her other kids. She is completely strung out. Um, he talked about, you know, black business and ownership and shit like that, all type of shit that I'm on. And it was a very Southern album. It was very... It was very black and it was very southern and I support it and we have to be able to support each other regardless of our idea our difference differences and ideologies and that is the thing that we be missing and we end up in these little micro cults of blackness where oh I believe we from Egypt I believe we from Israel I believe the fucking Anunnaki coming back to get us I believe in capitalism I believe in communism I believe in socialism nigga is you black all right, if you black, 
and the motherfucker ain't out here shucking a job for white folks, and and nigga ain't selling niggas out. We got something. We can work with that. You did what I'm saying? And we got to be able to work with each other and deal with each other in capacities outside of ideology. Because how can we all meet in the middle? And I know that there's room to meet in the middle, regardless of our ideologies. Everything helps. I don't think black capitalism is is our, our ticket to freedom necessarily, but I don't think this is ever going to be a completely socialist country. I don't think you're just going to burn capitalism to the ground um, and implement socialism because they would rather literally burn this shit to the ground before they give up on that money. So we have to find places where we can compromise and we have to be realistic. I know that we see ways that the world could change. And mostly my idea of socialism in this country is we could be we can have aspects of capitalism. I like the free market. But if you succeed in the free market, you got to pay your fucking share. That just is what it is. We got to take care of the bottom 1% just as much as we take care of the top 1%. That is my ideology. Everybody not going to agree with it and I don't really give a fuck because I ain't finna I ain't finna chalk y'all niggas out for how y'all think about shit neither. It's a lot of ways niggas think that I think stupid. I still love them. I'm going to still fuck with you. We can still have a conversation. It is what it is, bro. We all different. We all raised different. We all from different places. We all from different socioeconomic classes. We all from different religion backgrounds. We all from different shit. We black. We have a baseline experience. But blackness exists on, exists on a spectrum like everything else. So it can't just be, I'm going to fuck with black people, just, but only black people that think like me. Hey, it can't be that. That ain't unity. That's just creating more division. And voila, magic more division but yeah check out um killer mike's uh michael album it is amazing it is amazing no cap no bap if you like music this man ain't raped nobody this man ain't killed nobody this man ain't did nothing that i view as harmful to the black community um and you separate his politics from his music and this shit is fucking amazing um i have another uh uh, recommendation for you guys but before I do that I want to say rest in peace to Big Pokey um, from the Screwed Up Click uh, Houston Legends a legend a Texas legend um, and I use that as a segue into another Houston legend in my eyes in comedy Ali Sadiq he just dropped Domino Effect Part 2 uh, it's called Losses but I would suggest bef now this is impeccable it's the only way to say it. It is impeccable. He is one of the greatest storyteller storytellers I have ever heard in my life. But I'm going to say this. This is a series that he's doing, um, The Domino Effect. And I think that you would, it would be in your best interest to go listen to part one before you listen to part two. Because part two is a sequel to part one. And you need the continuity. You need to hear it full way through. Um, not only is he extremely hilarious um, and extremely relatable, but he is an amazing storyteller. And uh, I would say as far as comedy goes, this is the best comedy special of 2023. Um, and there is not a lot of highlighting on black comedians. Uh, when I'm on YouTube, I see mostly white comedians, um, which they're pretty funny guys and stuff like that uh, maybe that's just my algorithm uh, I am a big comedy guy I do love comedy I like comedy podcasts I, I think and you know 
that's some of the spaces where I could really tolerate white folks is in comedy because them motherfuckers do be funny. I find a lot of that shit funny. I don't give a fuck. Um, I like black comedians and I find a lot of black comedians funny. Um, but sometimes in black comedy, we go through, you know, cycles of the same type of jokes. You know, talk about growing up, getting our ass whooped. Talk about dealing with the police. Um, talk about sex a lot. And, you know, so it's certain tropes that come with black comedy and then some black comedians just keep the same set over and over. They don't come up with new bits and new material. And I like new, fresh material. Um, but Ali Sadiq is one of my favorite comedians out right now. I've always vouched for Ali Sadiq. And he has the best um, comedy uh, stand-up special this year. Period. Point blank. There ain't no doubt about it uh if somebody else come out with something better i'll be willing to say that it's better but as for now this has my number one spot um two white comedians that i like joe list and stavros halkias stavros halkias i just call him stavi uh both have albums coming out um this year um I think Matt McCusker has an album coming out. These are all funny guys. Uh, y'all, uh, they, they might not be funny to everybody. I just think that goofy white boy shit is funny. Um, but if you know, I don't think they're gonna do a better. I don't think it's gonna be better for me in terms of like relatability because everything like Ali was talking about is so relatable and it's so black and it's so fucking funny. But it's it's glued to the screen funny and it's free. It's on YouTube. Um, so check it out. Um, let me see what, what's been going on, man. It's been, you know, Father's Day was yesterday. Uh, I'm missing my kids. I'm missing my babies. They all called me, told me Happy Father's Day. I'll be home in a few weeks, and then it'll be my birthday on July the fourth. So you know, we vibing. Um, I think that for the most part, right now, uh, you know, I'm I'm just like, I think my max is an hour. I think that's as long as I want to go with these things. Um, and I think my, you know, middle, my, my, my absolute minimum would be 30 minutes. And I also am learning how to do this thing and have good clips for TikTok. You know, I'm thinking about that sometimes too. Like when I'm formulating an idea or opinion, you know, how can I use this as a clip to promote and stuff like that? And maybe even do some long form promotions on YouTube and stuff like that. I'm going to start putting the audios on YouTube. Um, I don't know why I haven't already did that, but I'm going to start doing it. Uh, I'm just going to start taking this thing. You know, I'm taking it serious, but I can improve on some things. And that's what the, the that's what the name of the game right now is improvement. Like always improvement always tinkering at it a little bit not chasing perfection just seeing what works what doesn't work and how i can make it better and you know so i'm always learning i'm always looking i'm getting a lot of great feedback back from everybody um and don't forget you know let me fix your life <laughs> let me are y'all in your are you, uh, whatever nigga y'all know what i'm trying to say um email me grits and eggs pod dot i mean grits and eggs pod at gmail.com if you got any inputs, if you got any topics that you want to hear on the pod, 
If you got an issue and you need some words of advice, hit me up, email me, gritsandeggspod at gmail.com. That's G-R-I-T-S-A-N-D-E-G-G-S-P-O-D at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you guys. Um, my clock just reset. I got to head out to Kentucky. So we're going to call it a wrap. Um, hmm, let me make a quick decision real quick. No, no song this week. I don't. Nobody submitted a song, and also I don't want to just throw a damn song out there. I ain't took the time. I don't do rush shit. I don't do last minute shit. So if you do want to hear your song on this podcast, you better email me and I'll play your shit, uh, like that boy Vizy did last week. So I'm gonna fuck with y'all boys and and girls, ladies and gentlemen. I love you. I'm gonna fuck with you. Holla at you next time.